Last time on the Asylum Case Studies. What the fuck are you talking about? Fuck you very much. (laughs) This is a movie about the asshole apocalypse. You don't need to be dead to be an asshole. It's the 13th person I lost today. None of your fucking business. (laughs) And now, the conclusion. Oh, oh, and then we go back and we're watching the news with Joe and Quinn. The news? fucking amazing oh was that the really awesome part yeah because one time they turn on the tv it's snow but then later i think yeah. this is the later yeah later <laughs> the newscaster is like i don't know what the fuck is going on what everyone's going fucking nuts <laughs> and then the the chiron is like everything's pointless life is a joke the stock market's a joke yeah and then it goes to like the color bars and it says, stand the fuck by. <laughs> oh, you left out the best part. Oh, what did I leave out? Oh, yeah. You left out the part where the woman. The other newscaster, I assume. Creeps behind him and just slits his throat on camera. <laughs> which is like. He was fine with it for like a minute. And then he was like, oh, fuck. Uh... And it goes to bars and yeah. uh, stand the fuck by. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she stabbed him in the neck. That's what she yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to the hospital, Candy's like holding her arm. She's like, Burr, I'm cold. <laughs> and Jack's like, You okay? And she's like, Yeah, I'm just a little cold. So, <laughs> so, we... so he goes to the thermostat. <laughs> he goes, Fuck this number. <laughs> Fuck this thermostat. <laughs> she's like, What number? Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> Oh, it's just the 13, you know, it's just, it's everywhere. Now it's the, he rants about like 13 on my watch and the damn thermostat and even the thermostat. Oh, he hates that number so much. It's so crazy. So they decide they're going to escape. He wants to go find his daughter because he just talked to her, I guess. He's like, find a weapon. Look around the room for something we can use as a weapon. She's going through drawers and she finds a scalpel. Two things. Why is there a loose scalpel in this hospital bedroom to, that's not going to be a good weapon. (laughs) Unless you are able to slit somebody's throat and they succumb to it immediately, that's going to be a difficult, a difficult weapon to use. Unless you really want to make some precision incisions. (laughs) Yeah, do some like body modifications. Oh, totally. Totally. Oh, and (laughs) then I wrote down... This hospital looks like your practice space. (laughs) The white hallways and like the lime green paint everywhere. Oh my God. It does look like our practice space. (laughs) And this is when he smashes that guy with the door. He does the door. And I counted it. Uh, The count on the door was only... No, he went longer. I think he did like 18 times. Oh, See, well, he's not affected with it. Because he hates he hates the number 13. So <laughs> Why would he be It's almost like he's almost stopped on 13, but it's just like, no. <laughs> Gotta keep going. Smash this motherfucker's head in. <laughs> and he was also stopped, so he couldn't go to 26. So yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, this next scene I need to ask you a question about. Was that supposed to be Apocalypse yeah, Yes. Yes. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. They tried to do like... A bunch of shots from the movie 
like what I call the TV trailer uh-huh. parts where like <laughs> they tried to superimpose the dude's faces so it almost looked like they were coming out of the water like Martin Sheen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then because they weren't like trashing the house like Martin Sheen did when they played the end, but they had a really wonderfully bad version <laughs> of the end by the doors playing. But it wasn't the end. Oh, my God. But it was really, oh it my was God. like, and okay. it was a loop. Full disclosure, I've never seen Apocalypse Now. However, I am familiar that they play the end at some point in that movie. and Off and on throughout it. Okay, I, cool. Uh, I know that it's crazy and it's a war movie and that the music that this movie was playing, I was like, immediately once I heard it, I was like, this is supposed to be The Doors and this is supposed to be Apocalypse Now and I know nothing about either. <laughs> you were dead on. Thank there's, you. There's... I texted Andy. I was like, was The Doors a song in Apocalypse Now? He's like, I don't fucking know. I'm like, I'm right then. You're, you're totally, it's, <laughs> yeah, it was fake doors. You that... know what? For fake doors, I knew it immediately. Yeah. I mean, because the thing is, job. they were doing like the one little, the little, they were, they kept playing that same little guitar thing that's uh-huh. like the beginning of that lick for the yeah. end, that doodly doo. <laughs> But they just did that. They couldn't play anything else. They changed else. the lighting so it was a little arty and like theatrical. It was not somebody's shitty suburban home anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and all the like superimposing of them yeah. like being weird because that was yes. kind of like one of the scenes in Apocalypse Now that uses that where Martin Sheen See? is uh, tearing up his hotel room. Okay. And the beginning. the furniture they had built into forts to like hide behind. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, and did you notice how when they were finger painting the blood... And it didn't quite look like 13s, but then later on, it's yeah. very clear 13s. It okay. didn't look at all like when they were first finger Okay, painting. see, I didn't know if it was me because I didn't pay attention the second time around because the first time they were painting- I had to I pay attention like, the second what time the fuck because- is that? Because that was okay. like- I'm glad you Intriguing said that. me. Oh, oh yeah, I, I did take some notes about uh, the different stuff that Candy was saying about 13, where she just like, oh, how did you just come up with all this more information? Dude. Like two minutes later, she's like- And also 13, 13, 13. And also, I'm being candy. And also, um, did you know that, what are you talking, okay, first off, I still don't understand the correlation between leap year and the number 13. It makes absolutely no sense to because me. Because the thing is, uh, what she was trying to explain is that mm-hmm. it wasn't supposed to be a leap year. We were mm-hmm. supposed to have 13 months. And so uh-huh. it takes like 120 years or whatever number she had to make up that extra month. Okay. That's what that was all about. I, it, I, yeah, I, it I, still I, doesn't hold. I hate it. <laughs> I appreciate that she's trying. I appreciate that they're trying to give us some sort of bullshit story. But she was so, she kind of started pissing me off. It's just like, <laughs> what's with this QAnon, what's with this QAnon anti-vaxxer shit? It's no, like, for sure. Because then she just starts saying, well, doctors don't know anything. I'm like, uh, this, what year was this made again? Uh, there you go. Because no one knew but her about the power of leap year. <laughs> So that's what it comes down to. It's because her birthday is leap year, so she's probably been obsessing on it her entire life. Yeah, absolutely. She's like, I was born into this. This is my legacy. I'm going to learn everything possible about leap year, dude. Okay, Candace and Jack are leaving. As they're leaving, this lady, this lady jumps off, also has baloney mask on. Yeah. <laughs> she pulls it off. Love it. 
That looked much more baloney mask because I'm like, that's not the paper bag looking shit at the beginning of the movie. That looks almost like they got some real makeup. Like yeah, someone looked... stole some off of the lot next door. Yes, for sure. Because it looked fleshy. And when she pulled it off, it was like grabbing onto her own skin. Like it was all wet and moist and like. <laughs> or maybe when she showed up to the shoot, she's all like, you know what? I have this uh, bottle of uh, liquid latex <laughs> saved over from last Halloween that I got at Party City. Hell yeah. You're our favorite now. <laughs> Their plan right now is to find doctors and then go in their pockets to find their car keys. Oh, yes. Because you know why. Why is that? Because the thing is, this whole scene, I have a lot to say about this. Because she's all, well, I don't have a car because I took the bus with my (laughs) dying nephew. Uh And then he's all like, well, so did I. No, it was the ambulance. Ambulance, that's right. Ambulance, bus. You know, the fast bus. Yeah. The bus that is legal to run through lead lights. Right, 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 right. <laughs> He's like, so did I. I don't have a car. Then he comes up with the plot. Let's look for doctors for keys. And she's like, why would we do that? Doctors are going to drive. <laughs> doctors have cars. They're rich. <laughs> so that's what they do. They go looking for keys. They find a purse and they just load in up this purse with keys. They get into this, one of those hallways that are like all secluded. You have to go in through a door, like, you know, the ones. And they're like, well, looks like we're home free. Whoops. What do I hear? Oh, no, it's crazy people. And they're coming to kill us. You never say you're home free ever. What are you doing, you assholes? But they somehow lose them. I don't know. So now they're like basically in a, a hospital lobby, I guess. Is that even a thing? I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're in the lobby. Also, she picked up an axe. Right. When was that? That was like during the sequence. Yeah, it's right after they're doctors. That means they drove for work. <laughs> that was the line. <laughs> I don't think they showed her picking up the axe, but I'm so glad that she dropped the scalpel and was like, maybe I should get something bigger because valid. They're in the lobby rummaging through. And the receptionist at the beginning that basically called him an asshole. Mm -hmm. She tries to go through her pockets. Her eyes are gouged out. Oh, yeah. Lots of eye gouging in this movie. Not a lot of people are brave enough to do that. (laughs) While rummaging for keys in the lobby. Also, side note, when Candy's rummaging, (laughs) like patting people down for keys. She's like just patting some guy's arm. Like she's not even trying to get to the pocket. No, I'm like, what's going on? I thought she was supposed to look for keys. Not there, 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 dead person. (laughs) (laughs) Let me sue these dead people. I'll give them love pats. Come on, Candy. So now we get to learn why Jack is no longer on the force. It's because he beat some crackhead to death for trying to or raping a 17-year-old girl. You know what? I don't know if we even needed to know that. I don't know if it helps the story at all. Because that's how he got kicked off the force. But that's still, he's kicked off the... F- okay, that's how... Oh, it then is. he said it was a 17-year-old boy he killed, too. Oh, I didn't even catch yeah. that. Yeah. Damn. But I did notice that whole time they're in that lobby, which is huge. You can hear in the distance people walking around. And I didn't know if that was like a mistake or if people were coming. But like, if I can hear it, you guys can hear it. I have some more stuff to say about that sort of thing later on. Oh, okay. So finally, they realize that someone's coming after them. And they're like, let's get out of here. Henry Rollins and two guys. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. That was totally. uh, Yeah, I wrote fake Henry Rollins. Rollins shows up. He's... 
He's like the not friendly Henry Rollins. Still jacked. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do steroids. And so they get chased into the parking garage and they're looking for cars that match the bleep bleeps from the fobs. This was a really long scene where Henry Rollins just really wanted to kill these guys. And he's trying to get them to come out and they're hiding. They won't come out. So instead he kills both of his friends. He's like, see, I'm cool. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, you're super cool. Thank you. He ends up stabbing him in the neck. Mm Mm-hmm. He stabbed him in the neck. They got in the car. With a scalpel. (laughs) Yes. As they're driving away, they ran over them. They backed up over them. Do it. Oh, and as they leave, Mm -hmm. they show all the stock footage of like white college kids burning shit after a football game. Yes. This whole montage of crazy people is just college students burning shit down because of a football game. Yeah, that's what I'm like. That's what I'm looking at, right? That I just wanted to make sure. It. Every actual news footage was just actual white assholes burning shit down because of a football team. Yeah. That's it. White people suck. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that down because fuck those guys. Oh, when they're driving, he's all like, we got to get business supplies. What? I yes, he that. said business supplies. <laughs> I need some legal pads, some gel pens. I need some paper clips. We are all out of paper clips. What are we supposed to do right now? Yeah, that was one of those moments where there was so much stuff going on. I couldn't write it all or catch it all. I'm like, wait, he just said get business. We got to like go to like Home Depot or something to get business supplies. He said something like that. We need business supplies. I'm like, he said that. <laughs> they pull- I need to take a memo. <laughs> Oh, or more apt. We're having the asshole apocalypse (laughs) with with, uh, college kids burning shit down. Mm -hmm. Everyone's turning into a college kid burning shit down, telling everyone to fuck off, mind their own business. (laughs) And I need to do it politely through memos. Thank you. Yes. Mm -hmm. They pull up to his house and they see all these not zombies up against his house. (laughs) And he says, I don't see her. (laughs) oh huh she must not be there let's go what you don't see her you don't see your daughter maybe you should check inside like what are you talking about you're you're only out the front lawn (laughs) not even yeah you're on the street right now and they kept showing the address over and over oh did Uh, they? it was one four nine four two what does that mean i don't know it was like columbus shit but you take out the extra (gasps) four It's getting late. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I had, <laughs> I had some uh, whiskey. I get it. I get it. They come up with this plan to sneak by these crazy people. <laughs> There's absolutely no. But that's reason. a party. That was a party going on their lawn. <laughs> right. Don't even notice you. Decide that they're gonna eat you. Right. These people want to kill everything. And they're not going to notice these people just calmly walking by. There's a kid in a tree laughing hysterically. He's not going to point and be like, hey, fuck those guys. Yeah. What? So they like sidle past all this bullshit. Go through a gate. Leave it wide open. Yes. Such a pet peeve of mine. Why do they always do that? And then they go to the backyard. This is so fucking exciting to me. They're walking up to the back door with the key. In the reflection of the window... You can see crew trying to walk out of frame and get out of the frame. Oh, man, I missed that. You, oh, you know what? I, it's uh, at 107. Oh, you one got hour. time code. Yes, because I was like, I don't ever want to forget this. It's everything I've ever wanted from a movie. <laughs> so wow, it's only at 107? I thought that was like so farther in. I know. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. I don't even know where to go with that. Yes. 
I agree. They get in. Quinn is full on insane thinking that he's in the Korean War. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's yelling at Joe like, you've had worse than a belly thing. You had your head exploded in the Korean War. We were in the Korean War together. And Joe's like, I'm Asian? (laughs) Yeah. And then Quinn says, we're all a little bit Asian. (gasps) What? What? (laughs) Like, huh? That is the most confusing line, especially for this movie. And it was also, there's like the lazy, not zombies that were just kind of uh-huh. slapping the windows. There's like. <laughs> they're not that mad. They're just kind of like, bored. Like that annoying little kid that wants you to come outside and play. And you're like, <laughs> oh, God, no, I'm, I'm 14. <laughs> Jack is actually trying to talk sense into Quinn for some reason. I don't know what the logic is in that. He has seen people tear other people's skin off like you know nobody is able to be saved at this point he's aiming a gun at jack at the same time and he does the old switcheroo where he grabs the gun (laughs) which is great and then quinn automatically picks up the other gun like okay i have a gun too now like what we're aiming guns at each other cool no one wins here and then the crazies the not zombies break in and it's just a firefight of crazy people, insane people, shooting more crazy people. And meanwhile, yep. Joe is still bleeding out. Oh, for sure. And he's like, and you almost think, oh, wait, is he going to finally acknowledge that he's like, how are you still alive? How many hours has this been? And your stomach is split open. Seriously. That yeah. does. That's not a scab. At some point, like earlier in the movie, at some point, he's like, why does my stomach hurt? <laughs> yeah. And then by that point, it's like. Hasn't this guy bled out already? And he doesn't bleed. No, he does not. And like right after he got stabbed, the blood, it was like old blood. It was like the wound was already healing. Like what is happening? Are you magic, Joe? What's going on? Well, they still use his stomach for blood paint. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But they were really struggling to find that blood. (laughs) I don't remember why, but Quinn slashes Joe's throat. Yeah. I think it was just like, whatever, shut up. So he didn't die of the stab wound that he should have died, but he got stabbed in the neck and that killed him. You'll go faster that way. So that's fine. Whatever. He was going to die anyway. But <laughs> I don't like, know. No, he would have. Come on. The doctors are no help at that hospital. Are you kidding yeah. Me? I mean, they're not going to do shit. <laughs> no. I thought he might be magic. I mean, he did laugh a lot. That might have helped him. That's true. That's true. Laughter is the best medicine. <laughs> it's magical. Joe is dead. Jack and Quinn are having this conversation Kendra opens the door and she's like, Daddy. And Quinn shoots her straight between the eyes. Perfect shot, dead. And he was like, What? You just shot my kid. I was not expecting. First off, I didn't think she'd ever be back. Yeah. Second off, fuck. What? That's wild. No expense spared. <laughs> yeah, that really surprised me. Yeah, she comes back. Then he says something. She's like, well, she smashed in the dude's head. She's a traitor or something like she was part of the military or something. And then Quinn stabs Jack. And then Candy swings her axe and misses Q. And then Jack is beating Q's face in. And then everyone's dead except for Jack and Candy. Except Jack's not doing too well. Now he's been stabbed. And they go into the car. They go to the car and she's basically dragging him to the car. And he's just like, I don't fucking care anymore. He's like, I'm dead. Just let me die. Yeah, fair. If you were in that situation, 
I mean, if I was in that situation, I'd be like, you know what? Just let me go faster than this. This fucking sucks. I don't want to deal with this for the rest of my life, which could be about three hours. Like, what? No, this no. sucks. I just saw my daughter get shot in the right? head. I'm kind of done. I think this is game over. Yeah, for sure. They're driving. It's night. And there are so many cars on the street. It was like the traffic. But it's so like, but it wasn't traffic. crazy people traffic. No, it was like it was regular traffic. And see, this is where I was starting to think that there was going to be some crazy, awesome twist. Oh, that would have been great. Because the thing is, it was all in Candace's head because she was clearly nuts. Oh, yeah. Conspiracy theories. Yeah. And, and so like the whole reality is that he was just in the hospital for an accident that happened on that camping trip. Oh, yes. I love this movie. Keep going. So, yeah. Yeah. So I felt like there was going to be something to that effect where he's actually waking up. It's his dream. But it's because that she's batshit mm. and she stabbed him and then is taking him to safety because yes. she's just really like going to take him to her house where she's got the bodies. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah. why is traffic normal? I want to the have some twist made, ending now yes. because you could see people stopping at red lights. Yes. This traffic made zero sense whatsoever. It was like normal. Sunday, it was Sunday night traffic. It absolutely was. It was there. It wasn't heavy, but it was like fluid. Yes. And They're going about 20, 30. Yeah. No speeding. No accidents. Just like, No ambulances? Nope. No sirens? Mm -mm, just like people going on with their day, going to pick up their prescription at Walgreens. It's fine. Candy starts talking about, maybe this will all be over tomorrow. He's like, I don't hope it's over. Fuck that. She's like, why would you say that? He's like, well, because everyone's fucking dead. What? And I killed a bunch of people. Yeah. No, fuck that. I, I killed a bunch it. of people that would have been normal in 24 <laughs> hours. Like, hey, just tie them up or something, you know? Right. Fair. So he starts drawing a family on the window. A yeah. A your family in what looks like poison sauce or duck sauce. Definitely not blood, but I'm assuming that's what we're supposed to think it is. I would go with the hoisin sauce. I didn't think it was blood, but I couldn't think of what it was. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like some bad Arby's barbecue sauce. <laughs> mm -mm. That would be more like blood. Yeah, exactly. It would have been too close to blood. This was brown and looked like gelatinous soy sauce. <laughs> Poison. Yeah, exactly. They decide they're going to go to the town over. Jack passes out. I guess he's dead. I don't know. Candy freaks out. The end. <laughs> oh yeah she starts having the whole freak out because yeah doesn't he start kind of mumbling about well then we'll go to the next town over. Yeah, we'll yeah, go yeah, to yeah. the next town over <laughs> he starts fading out and then she's like but what if it's all crazy <laughs> like girl this is all in you guys's head traffic yeah. is normal yes. that's all i could think for the last few minutes Thank you. And I wasn't, I wasn't paying as close attention because I'm like looking outside the car window. I'm like, I want to see some like business of like some trash cans on yes, fire. Yes. I want to see the background mayhem. Yes. But since they're on the West Coast, it's already midnight on the East Coast. So everything's normal again. I have no idea what I'm talking about. But it was all normal. Like everything was fine. 
You know what? Just the movie overall. Uh I wanted to say how the part with uh, Henry Rollins and his friends, (laughs) they were turning into more of a assault on precinct 13 slash road warrior, Mm -hmm, you know, like mm -hmm. first Mad Max. Yeah, for sure. You know, the kind of like, we're not completely societal collapse, but everyone's kind of starting to degenerate into tribalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as soon as you get tribalism, everyone decides they have to have bad tattoos and, (laughs) and bracelets with spikes. Yeah. Obviously, duh. Yeah, I mean, I guess you want to be able to clock <laughs> someone cool out when you have to oh, and look yeah, cool as hell. And then you also had the zombie thing, but I think it also was going for the purge. Oh, which for the sure. first purge probably came out around then. Yeah, I think you might be right. I gotta, or there already been a couple by that point. Yeah, I mean, asylum but, will jump on any yes, any trend. That one they weren't sure about. Is the purge cool enough? <laughs> do people like it though? It's like, do we want to go purge? Do we want to go Night of the Living Dead? Because there was quite a bit of like mm-hmm. referencing to the Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. especially with the way they were taking Jack out at the end. Right. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I hadn't thought about that. Oh yeah. yeah there's a absolutely. lot. There's a lot of similarities to some George Romero shit in there. Nice. That I'm sure wasn't accidental. Because I'm sure there's people working on these asylum films that are like into good shit and just hoping that they'll get a better gig later. Absolutely. Oh my God. Like, you know, I'm sure there's people that'd be like, oh, let's sneak in this little reference. I'm sure there's people that are doing that. There's got to be because it's all over everything. I got to say, this movie was goofy as hell and I loved it so much. I will talk mad shit about it up and down uh, till Thursday. Don't get me wrong. But I do that out of love. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, I, th- I think it might be the best asylum film that I've seen. I literally said that earlier today. I haven't I caught. Think- I haven't. I haven't seen half as many as you have at this point. That's true. I am very awesome. But <laughs> I was honestly like, I think that this is the best asylum movie I've seen. It is so fun. Yeah, I didn't read up on it at all. I was just like, okay, I'm just going to watch this. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to get entertained. Hell yeah. One of the reasons I chose it is because you did 666. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the trailer and I was like, I need to see this fucking movie. It looks dumb as hell. <laughs> and I need it in my brain. Yes. <laughs> One of my favorite subgenres is societal collapse. Fuck yeah. I like to say that instead of zombie apocalypse. No, societal collapse. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of ways it's you can have that. It's broader than that. It's broader than just zombies. Yeah. It's, it's broader than just a cop, a copalypse, apocalypse. It's anything that will bring us all down to nothing. And it all starts out with just people being rude and calling each other assholes and dickheads. <laughs> and Hey, buddy, eat this. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> fuck you very much. <laughs> Oh, yeah? Well, I'm going to pick up this knife now. (laughs) And there you go. All right. I got to ask you if you have one line that is your favorite. Oh, my God. I know. I probably didn't even write half of the best ones down because I was was laughing too hard. It was impossible to write every good line down because this whole script was fucking gold. Man, they, they had some. I tried so hard. And I was writing so many quotes down. My whole notes are just going to be quotes because they're all so fucking good. And one thing about Candy, I kept waiting for her because there were some elements of this movie that I was waiting for the creepy Christian stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I kept waiting for like, okay, when is Candy going to go because Leap Year is God's way? Uh Mm-hmm. of punishing yeah well, i was waiting for that because she was dancing on that she was and when i was talking to baron about this movie he's like oh it's gonna get christian because i haven't watched the whole thing yet he's like asylum it's gonna get christian well they have a whole christian like oh yeah they do factory oh yeah they do 
And I was kind of hoping it would go there. Not mad that it didn't, but I think it would have been hilarious if it did. Yeah, I was like sure that it was going to go there. I was so sure. You know, they they try to make it look all evil. Mm -hmm. You know, 13, 13, 13. Okay, 13. I was waiting for demonic possession. Oh, yeah, that's the other subgenre I left out that this movie was totally like, everyone's getting possessed. Yeah. Yeah, and the poster for this movie was a little girl holding a doll with the shadow of a demon behind her as if she was possessed. Exactly. This movie was a tease is what this movie was. I appreciate it, though. It was almost like they worked hard to keep it from getting religious. Yeah. Because they didn't even do demons or spirits. It was just, oh, people aren't coming back from the dead. Mm -mm. They're acting like zombies, but those people just act like zombies, and those people act like they're in the road warrior. Yes. People are just (laughs) weird. (laughs) And these guys think they're in apocalypse now. (laughs) What, sir? Do you want me to say my favorite Yes, please. We touched on it before. I've mentioned this line to multiple people today because I love it so much and everything that follows what this line is. (laughs) This is like the 13th guy I've lost today. (laughs) That whole doctor, that was... that doctor was fucking amazing. See, I can't can't really say favorite line because I can't repeat. That guy just went... Ah, I know he was so good. There was yeah, there was two doctors. Mm -hmm. There was the beer guy with glasses was my favorite. He's the one that really went off. And then he had the more kind of doughy guy with the kind of blondish orange hair, Mm -hmm. and he was just creepy. Say he was just kind of a dick. Yeah, he was just a dick. He wasn't fun at all. Yeah, but the bearded guy. Oh my gosh, so fun. I love him so much. Yeah, I just want that whole reel. <laughs> oh, you've got going be, off. <laughs> there's gotta be so many good outtakes. Oh my god, <laughs> I want that so bad. But I like that most of the people in this movie look like they were taking it very seriously. more seriously than anything deserved to be. I and totally I enjoyed agree. that. Yes, a hundred percent. Because it's why within the last thirty years <laughs> you have all that like fake kitsch. Yes. I want to be a cult classic movie. And I yes. I just want to punch those movies. A hundred percent agree. And that is one of the reasons I didn't want to do Sharknado for the longest time. Because it was very like nudge, nudge, get it? We're yeah. weird. I appreciate them now because they are fucking crazy. The third one, not a fan. But yes, I a hundred percent agree. This took itself seriously. I appreciate that it did that because it lent itself to maybe not being taken seriously, but being more enjoyable. It had, well, it had a touch of sincerity to it. Yes, it really did. The best bad movies are the ones that there's someone trying too hard to make it yes. good. Yes, and when they're trying to make it stupid. That's to, just dumb. Yes. You don't I, have to try to make anything anything stupid. No, no, be sincere. If you're not sincere, you just seem like an asshole. You seem like a bully. Yeah. I don't know if that's right, but I don't know. Yeah, did right. you figure out a line you like yet? I mean... Kendra. Oh my God. When Trevor was like, what are you playing? And she's like, none of your fucking business. Man, every time she said fucking, she really fucking nailed it home. Because it was like, I get to swear on camera. Like that girl, she was just like, I get to do this. Yeah. I'm going to fucking rule. I'm so happy for her. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have an alternative title for this? I haven't thought of one, so I'm going to think of one right now. Uh, I I did say asshole apocalypse at one point, and that's kind (laughs) of... That's very apt. Very well done. Thank you, sir. 
Travis, do you have anything that you would like to promote? If you're interested, I have my uh, my Bandcamp page uh-huh, of Gauntlet us. Music. All right. I do do custom pedal work, so uh, anyone out there that wants a pedal built for them, <laughs> I can do it. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. I'll put all of your links in the show notes. <laughs> and Travers, it was such a pleasure. I'm so glad you could join me on this journey of asshole apocalypse. I'm honored to be asked <laughs> to be exposed to such a work of art. You're welcome. <laughs> it's like Jodorowsky's got to, he's got to run for his money with this one. For sure. I feel like I need a sequel. Maybe new people. Maybe. 14, 14, 14. <laughs> Are we going to skip to 23? Oh, they already did that movie with Jim Carrey, right? I don't know what you're talking about. It was like him trying to do a serious role. And this yeah. time, I don't, I think it was one of the movies where people were all like, yeah, mm. let's just not talk about this <laughs> yeah. one. I think that's when he actually went, kind of lost his shit, like after yeah. uh, Man in the Moon. Right. Yeah, no, for sure it was after that. I don't know. So I think the movie was actually just about him losing his shit. Yes. Anyway, thanks for joining us this week on the Apocalypse. I mean, the Asylum case studies. See you next week or whatever. Bye. Say goodbye, Travis. Bye. <laughs> thanks for joining us this week on the Asylum case studies. Special thanks to musician Travis Gaunt and a very handsome and talented Andy Slater, our mixer and engineer extraordinaire. Make sure to visit us at AsylumPod.com where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever so you'll never miss a case study. While you're at it, if you found any bit of enjoyment in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Unless you're going to be a dick, then no thank you. So until next time, I'm Tressa Slater, and that's like the 13th guy I lost today.